0: COVID. 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 That's all we have heard for the last year and a half, and it's what we continue to hear every single day. The pandemic has reshaped the world and irreversibly changed the lives of each of us.
1: This year, classes are back in person. Things are finally transitioning back to what we used to deem as normal, or to some sort of new normal. The
2: pandemic is not over yet, and we're all still trying to understand what this all means. However, for all that we have heard and read about these changes, we still need to rethink our narrative and
1: reflect more deeply about our days and nights, losses and gains, tears and smiles during these times. These reflections take time
2: and require careful sifting through our memories, thoughts, and emotions alongside study of data and expert analysis. We think, and we hope you will too, that analyzing the stories we are telling about the pandemic
0: is important. Understanding the ways in which different leaders and experts are trying to persuade us to think and behave differently about-
2: Or because of the pandemic will help to prepare us to face the unpredictable future ahead of us. So welcome to the Voices Through the Mask podcast, a production by students at Emory University and David Morgan's new media writing class.
0: We may need to speak through our mask to create this podcast. But we think we've got useful things to say about where we've been and where we are headed.
2: Welcome back to the Voices through the Mask Podcast. This week's episode is produced by Elijah Chow and Bakai Sheetov. Pandemic's Effect on Friendship. Rant or Mand This installment is an exploration of the different, sometimes conflicting ways that the pandemic affected our friendship. For sure, COVID-19 pushed us apart physically, but did it do so emotionally?
0: Oh, hey! I got a snap from one of my old friends in high school. Oh. I only recently, like you know, I just realized that like I only really keep in touch with like a few friends, mm-hmm, like in mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. from high school.
1: Like, oh, that's that, that sounds kind of, kind of sounds like me during the pandemic. I only kept in touch with uh, a
2: handful of like close friends. Have you guys seen recent CNN article? I just I uh, came across what. They talked about how like pandemic affected our friendships and stuff. And one of the key arguments were like, oh, distance is like a major, major force in that kind of affected friendships. And if, yeah, and I don't know. I feel like right now because of the pandemic, friends are kind of drifting apart. All that stress, the the work, the virtual. Uh, format of their work, yeah. And this this Yenan, uh, article, yeah. It says that even though like text tech exists and like we, we still use Zoom calls and text messaging, people find it really really difficult to connect. Um, yeah. And one of the like examples that they give is like um, a worker who uh, works all day online. He can he can hang out with people in the in the same format. So, he usually doesn't participate in like virtual hangouts or so.
1: Mm, um, I think that's, I mean like all of us I think can relate because we have family and, and even friends in different countries and I think even over the pandemic I just, like I got Zoom fatigue kind of, mm-hmm. so I just, uh, I was less, let's say less enthusiastic to talk to um, my cousins for example. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah honestly like for for me like for like for you it was like the fa- your family was like in a different country but like for me like i over the pandemic i lived like halfway across the world in taiwan and that and so while yeah. I was with friends while as i was with family, i essentially was like uh completely cut off from like the, like the, the entire emory community yeah. like i like nice. straight up, like being in a different ti- like twelve hour time zone means that like all the friends I made in college here at Emory, like I could not really connect with them. Like it was, it was hard for me to be to even be awake for all the social events that do happen online because mm-hmm, like you know mm-hmm. everyone like over here is like you know they're hanging out like after classes, like they're always going to be like you know hanging out like at night. But then for me, their nighttime is straight up my early mornings, and I can't <laughs> I can't wake up for that. You know, like. <sighs> I'm already, like, so stressed out and, like, just, like, so exhausted from the Zoom, mm-hmm. Zoom fatigue by taking classes at midnight. And so how where do I even find the, like, time or, like, the energy to even wake up for, like, more of these, like, social events online, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I certainly feel you, Elijah. Um, yeah, I feel like for us international students, it's been even more difficult to stay connected to friends. I remember those game nights on discord or like Mm, yeah yeah, it's yeah it's it's good time um and i i always try to like connect on discord but it's it it was it was 2 a.m for me so it's (laughs) like yeah and and, and you're like you're already just um very tired exhausted um listening to lectures on zoom like Mm. uh and after that, a game night, like T A M or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was always flipped. So me, for me, so it is just so different. Even when I like managed to connect, um, maybe Ashwin, you felt it like during our our maybe calls and stuff. I was I wasn't as enthusiastic and like energetic. Yeah, I could tell. You know? <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't
0: talk much. Also, to add, like, like you talked about, like the things that the CNN article brought up, but like I feel like one thing that they don't really mention in that article is like how because we we went onto like this virtual like space, right? We kind of lose like that day to day life, um, you know, random encounters. Like, you know, sometimes you might be walking across campus and you suddenly meet like an acquaintance or something like that and i feel like the fact that we lose like that random chance encounters like it it left me like becoming more disconnected with those uh those other people and that also caused my social circles in general to like you know decrease in size
1: oh for sure i mean a good i mean i ha- obviously I, just like everyone else i have i had more acquaintances than friends I mean, like the kind of people that you like wave to mm-hmm. as you like mm-hmm. yeah. passing them, <laughs> them by in the quad yeah <laughs> um but yeah, over the pandemic, I mean, I you don't really know these people as much, so I just uh-huh. so it's not like you both would like reach out to each other um, virtually, or that wouldn't be your first choice to reach out to, and so I think I and I, I think you guys can relate too. It's like you just stopped talking to these people a lot, and yeah. then yeah, and as you said, Eli, like I think my social circles just really decreased. But really,
2: does this kind of network of like acquaintances matter? like people who you see every day like on shuttles on in gym in dining halls like in different clubs and stuff they're not even like friends friends they're kind of the periphery you don't remember you don't you don't remember them uh, unless you meet them like mm-hmm. yeah like their absence or presence won't affect you that much like Cares
0: almost like insignificant in some way. You know, just people who you see, (laughs) people (laughs) who you see, and you forget. Right?
2: Um, Yeah, that's it's a little sad, but it is. No, I mean,
1: like uh, even what Eli is saying, there's you think of them as being. Insignificant probably isn't the nicest word totally to use, but really I guess- that. Yeah, I, I, that's <laughs> probably, yeah, I should- I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it's not, it's not uh, horrible. I mean, it still describes, I guess, what they mean to you They're in your life. Sure and that it. I mean, they weren't that yeah. important. Mm. And like, I, I'm pretty sure for all of us, I mean, we said that, you know, talking to people virtually is very draining. Mm-hmm. And so all of us sort of had, I guess, a lower willingness to really socialize mm-hmm. uh, virtually. And so like the way i saw it is that my virtual socialization time was more valuable in a way like i had Uh less of it to put out so i had to uh really prioritize who i spent that time Mm -hmm. with and what that meant is that i cut out a lot of or i stopped talking to a lot of people (laughs) i guess cut out again is too harsh (laughs) but a lot of the people like a lot of the people that i cut out were people i wasn't really that close with and so I sort of had to treat every interaction as be. I had to like really get the most bang for my buck and yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. A time. Yeah, yeah, and so like I could <laughs> fully control who I talked to pretty much because there's no chance encounters right. like Eli said. Uh, and, and, and so the people who I talked to were those that I felt were close to me and I really enjoyed talking
0: to. Mm. Yeah, I mean like you know you know that the saying the like, quality over quantity is just mm-hmm. <laughs> like I guess it applies here too, you know. Yeah. Like it's probably even better Maybe that you friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably even better that you like don't even spread yourself out like too thin in uh-huh. friendships. Uh-huh. So it's like especially like you you don't want to be like that one person that has like millions of like acquaintance-ish friends, per- uh-huh. friends, yeah. but have like no like actual close friends who mm-hmm. you can really like talk about like real stuff about and i think just like not spreading yourself yourself out too thin and just like actually spending more quality time mm-hmm. with the closer mm-hmm. friends that you already have college is all about like getting through things together and it's a time for you to like some people even say it's like a time where you f- form like the lifelong, lifelong mm-hmm. friends yeah. that you keep like for, for the rest of your life so if you don't form like these deeper friendships you could honestly end up feeling even more lonely, lonely mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. than you would have had if you had like a bunch of periphery friends actually it's the worst scenario that you can have yeah <laughs> honestly yeah is, like, having acquaintances and like, yeah. like real friends you'll be like super so boring, at the end of yeah. the
2: day like they the acquaintances they won't support you right like, they want to show well, you well, they, they might hype you up like they will so hype you up Yeah, like, yeah, when, yeah yeah they're yeah. nice to talk and to like have a small talk with like but not something meaningful and Mm -hmm. valuable for true right
1: well yeah i mean like i guess for all of us to like because we had i guess for you guys especially you had so little time like you and i bakai for example talked um a lot over the pandemic like and then you eli and i sent each other memes constantly (laughs) so like i i think for you guys especially and for me um The amount I talked to my close friends increased, even though the time I spent virtually was more draining. I still like felt the need to sort of reach out, Mm -hmm. especially when we're all so far Mm -hmm. apart and really like try to keep my friends with me. Mm -hmm. And then if that meant cutting out or, well not cutting out, but if that meant like not reaching out to acquaintances nearly as much, I I didn't mind at all. Mm -hmm. And so um, like... So, of course, we had, like, movie nights every week, which, which wasn't something we did in person, I oh, don't think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, like, every week, uh, Bakai and I watched these weird documentaries <laughs> on
2: YouTube. Yeah. Uh, he has still has the mental scars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I- It was I, an interesting Interesting <laughs> <experience, laughs> yeah. But I would say I watched it with Ashford, so I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and like, um, what you were saying, you
1: Eli. Us, Elijah,
0: yeah, actually. You know? Honestly, I- yeah, <laughs> I-, I, I uh, if if I wasn't so I've been, if I didn't choose to take twenty two credits that semester, I probably would. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you were Let's you were not like uh, flex. But I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, uh, like for like at least my side is really like not not only did like I send more memes, like or exchange memes with like Ashwin, but like I definitely found myself like reaching out to more people and like taking my own initiative to like ask how other people have been doing over the pandemic especially because like I don't see anyone in person at all anymore being like the only person like in Taiwan and everyone else like Uh everywhere else um I started like reaching out to uh, like some of the some of the friends that I made over here and like I became much closer to them like I Mm -hmm. I in the past, I've never like reached out like on my yeah. own occasion, yeah. mm-hmm. like to ask about what other what's happening in other people's lives. But I, find, I think from like this whole experience, I I feel like that aspect of myself has kind of changed in the sense that like I also gained like some sort of like more of an initiative, I guess, mm-hmm. and also because of that, I became closer with some of the friends yeah. that I've mm-hmm. been before. I think,
2: yeah, I think it changed like the way. I communicated with my friends and stuff. So, yeah. Um, like, you you actually need to put an effort to, like, reach out to people mm-hmm. who you care about. Like, before the pandemic, yeah. I didn't actively text people that much. Because mm-hmm. I, I would, yeah, I would see them, like, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a dining hall, mm-hmm. and that's it. You it's just... Yeah. Um, but over the pandemic, like, I, I tried to keep in touch with like my close friends mm-hmm. and um, try to have deep conversations, nice. maybe calls, long mm-hmm. calls yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I
1: agree. I also had like you and I, for example, ta- had lots of um, I guess, like deep conversations. And I think um, by talking with you and like a few other of my close friends, like you, Eli, I think I met, ma- I really uh, managed to deepen like my friendships with a lot of people and even if that meant I lost tons of friends I think overall my the quality of my social life really improved over the pandemic rather than um, rather than it getting worse
0: yeah yeah (laughs) sure and even though uh, like first glance like you know we 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 all lost connections like all those like acquaintances at least but like we honestly also just strengthened our closest ones which is better in the long run. And that also means that, you know, the both of you are not periphery friends, you know? Yeah. yeah? 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 Kinda cringe. Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 all, right, yeah, we, we could, all right, that's a good ending point, but see.
2: <laughs> Check out the sources we used in the episode description. Special thanks to Ashwin Udre, our Red Line producer, He's definitely not rad, but likes to feel that he is.